Yo, what is up, everybody? Yes, we are finally back with a brand new episode of Right on Squared Circle. I am your host, as always, Danny G. And I finally get to see this beautiful, lovely face for the first time, I think since SummerSlam, at least, or maybe a little bit after SummerSlam. The beautiful Scotty Too Hotty. What's going on, pal? What's up, man? Yeah, you know, we, we took a little bit of a hiatus there, which, I mean, we'll get into it, but we're going to kind of just stick to one episode about a month right now, just everybody's being busy. We got the holiday seasons. I'm trying to get a living situation figured out. I'm getting married. You got your stuff going on up there. So it's a lot. Plus, let's just be honest. It's kind of hard to talk about stuff week to week without just recapping what everybody's already watched. Yeah. Like, you know, I've had people reach out asking where the wrestling podcast has gone. And, you know, I give everyone the same answer. The same answer is sometimes real life gets in the way. And right. our lives are a lot of our lives are moving in incredible directions. You know, obviously, Kyle welcomed in the beautiful baby boy about a month or two ago. You know, Scotty's getting married next early next year. Um, you know, I started seeing someone who I am crazy in love with and we're very much locked in for the future. And, you know, like I said, real life plays real life plays a hard role sometimes, but it's a blessing of everything that we're going through. Um, but you know, you, you will hear us, we will be doing, you know, the major pay-per-views or if something serious happens in wrestling throughout the week, you will definitely hear us jump on and talk about it. I think part-time is going to be the way to go for now, but who knows, next really ramp things up. Obviously WrestleMania is coming up very, very quickly. We got Royal Rumble coming up next month. Actually, we're, it's December 1st. December. Yeah. God, it's December. That's fucking terrifying. It's wild that we're already, like, we're already here that, you know, 2023 is, 23 is already knocking on the door. And it better be, be it better be better than 22. 22 definitely had its ups and downs, a lot of growing for me personally. Um, 23 definitely looks like the, you know, a lot of things are going to break through in positive ways for all of us. Obviously, like I said, you're getting married. Um, you know, week by week, day by day, my relationship uh, with my lady is getting stronger. So I said, man, blessings on blessings on blessings. Absolutely. But this past weekend, we had the uh, premium live event that we all know as Survivor Series. But this year we had a little bit of a twist. Finally, for the first time, we did not get the five on five traditional match, which to me, honestly, I'm happy. I don't know how everyone feels about it. I'm happy it's dead. I'm happy it's gone. Because it's become very stale the last five, six, seven years. It hasn't been good since Sting debuted. Exactly. That was the that last was, good one. Yeah, that was the last like five on five that I really enjoyed. Um, this is personally my favorite pay-per-view of the year. I love I love Royal Rumble Survivor Series is like a very close second. Um uh, initial reaction before we break down the matches, I I was 50-50 pay-per-view. I saw it live. I rewatched it again this morning. I, 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 Is it fair to say that I didn't enjoy the pay-per-view, Scott? Uh, I don't know. I enjoyed it. I did not enjoy the fucking women's title match in that at all. At all. I and we'll get into that later. Yeah, I yeah, no, that was a, to me, I, that's, I went to the bathroom on that match because I already knew who was going to win and you know, Shotzi's a tremendous competitor. She's just not ready for that spotlight just yet. 
we'll, we'll get into that when we reach it. Cause... Um, but yeah, no, let's jump right into Survivor Series uh, live in, um, I believe it was in Boston this year, wasn't it? I think it was in Boston. Um, the hometown of Sasha Banks, you know, we're still waiting to hear on what she is going to do in the future. Um, but we started off with the five-on-five women's war games match, which was, um, you know, Bailey and her squad versus the returning Becky Lynch teaming up with Bianca Belair. And her. Um, yeah. This match I really enjoyed. I, I did enjoy the opening match. I thought all five women brought it. I can't wait to see an EO versus Asuka match at WrestleMania. I feel like that's coming, and I feel like that yes. is going to bring the house down. Um, other than that, I thought I thought all ten women put on a hell of a show. Um, what do you think? Uh, initial reactions. Um, so I I personally I was a fan. I did like it. Like you said, I'm definitely ready for EO versus uh, Asuka. For sure. Um, I guess the only thing I didn't like, and I, I'm not going to necessarily put this on the wrestlers themselves, but, you know, obviously this day and age, we got cameras everywhere. And they had seen you know, some of the cameras in the corners, which I'm like, okay, that's cool. You know, that makes for a cool view, cool visual at some of the spots. But I, I, they need to turn those volumes on those cameras down because at one point I could hear Bianca just straight up yelling kick me kick me kick me to EO and I was just like that was clear as fucking day but I didn't like that but I'm not like again I'm not going to pin that on any of the competitors because well I mean they're doing their job yeah that's still that's how you communicate in the ring with someone you know you know I will get into what happened between Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens when communication goes wrong but <laughs> You know, you have to, you kind of have to talk to your, at the, it, it, you're, you're an opponent, but you're, you're a partner at the same time, because the main, the main goal to me as a professional wrestler is that you both walk through that curtain perfectly fine when it's all said and done, win or lose, yeah. you're walking perfectly fine at the end of the day. There's no, you may get like a bump or a bruise because, you know, you take that, those, those mats are not, those are not trampoline mats. There is plywood underneath those. Uh-huh. You're, you're gonna you're gonna get some nasty looking bruises but you know if you're walking you're talking and you're coherent that's the goal at the end of the day when you walk through those curtains but i mean aside from that the match itself i liked it it was good had some good spots in it had some scary spots bailey didn't kind of drop on her head kind of scared me because i was like fuck she just like came back from an injury hope that doesn't mess up she sat there for a second but then she recovered everything looked good uh dude uh, poor dakota sky or Dakota. Um, I know, I don't, I, I know. I read EO Sky as I said that. Poor, poor Dakota, man. She took an ass whoop in this entire match. She's the queen of the War Games match. She is. She is. Every, a, that was her fourth. Her yeah, fourth War Games. In every single woman's War Games match since WWE brought it back in. And I like that, but I'm mean, like, I do like when Becky jumped off the top. She just. <laughs> Dakota just ate every bit of that impact. I was like, good God. I like the poor girl. I like how Nikki Cross was the wild card. I love that. I love that Nikki Cross is back. She was, she's not friends with her, with, you know, Bailey and her squad. And she definitely no love loss between her and Alexa Bliss, as we saw, you know, when, when they finally met face to face. Yeah, but I don't know. 
I thought the match was good. Part of me doesn't understand. I, I understand like this is this has been a story since SummerSlam, and it yeah. culminated finally at the Survivor Series. But like I, I feel like they're wasting Bianca's title reign because she's been in like multiple matches where the title is not on the line. But like you still have to showcase your women's champion or one of the women's champions. Like, she was in a tag team match at the Crown Jewel pay-per-view, I believe, right? Yep. Yeah, she, she's been in tag matches for, like, the last three months. Yeah, like she need Like, I, I don't know where this rivalry is going to go because she faced Bailey at the uh, the UK pay-per-view. It is. Yeah. Like, she I, hasn't really I just had did, a I didn't like it. Match I don't like that part. Yeah, I don't like the fact that she hasn't been single matches in a while. I defend the title. That's what I'm saying. She's a tremendous competitor. She's to me, she's probably the number one ranked woman in all of professional wrestling, in my opinion, as of right now. Like you have to showcase that. Yep. But obviously Becky, Bianca, Alexa, Oscar, and good Lord, I'm drawing a blank for our last competitor. Miriam. They come out on top. Great, great opening to Survivor Series. Um, moving on though, I'm not gonna lie to you. I feel like this. If I, if I was gonna get hate, it would be for this one. We had AJ Styles versus Finn Balor. I know, lie to you, I kind of checked out during this match. It wasn't good, and this like, is where, this is where I start saying the pay per view was really was okay. I don't say the pay per view was I didn't really enjoy, but like. I didn't enjoy it because Survivor Series has, in the past has set the bar so high that this is one of your marquee pay-per-views. And I feel like a lot of spots they missed. And this is where it started. I just... The most exciting part about this entire rivalry, even with AJ Styles and Finn Ballard, Club versus Judgment Day, the most exciting part is Dominic and Rhea. Yeah. I don't care. Like, Rhea's the number one person coming out of this, I think. Guys, she's doing her role phenomenally, and it's putting Dominic in a much higher like, bracket, too, and I, I like loved, it. I love that Thanksgiving video they put out. Oh, my God, of them attacking Ray at the house. Oh, my yes. God. Ray, Randy Jeez. Orton, Triple H vibes. Yep, that's exactly what I thought, too. <laughs> I loved it. But, I mean, we got a decent match. Styles ended up going over Balor, which I was like, okay. I mean, either one to the one, and I'd be okay with it. It was kind of a filler because you have to kind of like they've thrown AJ Styles to the side for a while. Like throughout the summer, we didn't really see a whole lot of AJ. Yeah, that's very. Now true. you kind of have to bring AJ back in, and bringing the OC was a tremendous idea. Um, it's just this is not the right feud for them. Judgment Day versus OC is not the right feud. No, um, it's not like just, his- I feel that's just something to kind of give the Judgment Day something to do. And then to get these, you know, get the OCs, you know, warmed up again, and then to put AJ Styles back on TV and on pay per views. Yeah, it didn't make much sense. I was just like, okay, cool. It was lazy booking, in my opinion. The way I looked at it was just like, oh, Judgment Day versus OC. It's kind of like when you have to sign up for overtime at your job. This is it. They're like, yeah, "Yeah, mandatory overtime. You're going to go here. You're going to go here. Um, too bad and deal with it. Yeah. I just saw it as like the judgment day versus OC to see who was the better bullet club leader. Like, okay. 
best best way I looked at it. But then we got this shit fest of a fucking match. We got SmackDown's women's championship match between Ronda Rousey and Shotzi. I'm not gonna lie to you. If I rated matches, this is an F from start to fucking finish. F. Shotzi does not belong in a ring. Sent like if OVW was still a thing, send her ass back. <laughs> like and like send her back to NXT. Don't put her on TV though. Just send her ass back to NXT to fucking learn she'll, how to wrestle. She'll get she's gonna get better. Like we've we've rushed the judgment on a lot of uh female competitors or even just male competitors. I mean specifically females, and they've they've turned out to be a little bit better. They rush. They just, like I said, it's another one of those lazy booking. Ronda needs something to do. We have to get the other women's champion on a pay-per-view. You know, Shotzi randomly won the six-pack challenge to qualify to win a spot to, you know, go to Survivor Series. I think, I just, the, I think the spotlight was just too bright for her right now. It's It was too bright. She's you're, not ready for it. You, you're not ready to, you know, you're not ready to make the major leagues yet. You still got to... We got to tweak some things about you and then we can send you back. Well, my thing is, it's like Shotzi's not is ready. Great. The gimmick is great for Shotzi the coming in on the. the I mean, the, yes, that's cool. But Shotzi was just she's clumsy. And like I, on, at this point, fire Ronda Rousey. Get her the fuck out of there. She does not care. And it shows. She doesn't give a fuck. And that's why she belongs as a heel the way she is right now. No, she don't belong in a fucking ring. She don't belong in a company. <laughs> if you can't sell a simple... F- I understand it was like a different spot, but when you fuck up a DDT that bad... Like, I was like... Dude, the moment I saw that, I was like, dude, if I was Triple H, fired. Like, I don't, I just, I just stopped the match and just fired her. Then maybe this is why I don't run a wrestling company, because whatever, but... Yeah, you don't give people chances. No, I don't. You're impatient with talent. I very much am. Okay. <laughs> like, it just, it was boring. It was a boring fucking match. Shitty, shitty all the way around. So, Ronda retained. I can't wait, honest to God, at this point for Charlotte Flair to come back and just take that fucking belt. Yeah, I wish Kyle was here to hear that. I know. But then we got this damn good match. We got the United States Championship. We got Seth Rollins versus Bobby Lashley versus Austin Theory. My favorite match of the night. Dude. I liked it. Like you have the powerhouse of Bobby Lashley, you have the young talent of Austin Theory, and then you have just the complete dude who knows it all, Seth Rollins. Like, and the finish to this match was just—I mean—the finish was like a, a chef's beautiful touch at a five-star restaurant because it didn't—it didn't bury anyone and it put everyone right in their place. Yep, it put it put because no one thought Austin Theory was going to win. It doesn't hurt Seth because Austin Theory wasn't the one who hit him. He just fell on him. And it doesn't hurt Bobby Lashley either because he didn't take a pinfall. Yeah, and Bobby hit the finisher and, you know, kind of was just one of those, what the fuck, I I had that one. Uh-huh. And it was a good back-and-forth match between all of them. It's, it was it was good because it gave, with Seth Rollins carrying the U.S. title, it legitimized it a little bit more. Yes. I think that was, that was obviously the point of putting the U.S. title on one of your main superstars. We need this title to get like the, you know, that, that's like when, you know, when Cena had it, when he, when he made like a little like late run at, again, Cena had it. Yeah. Every week. Out. You know, sometimes you need to like, you know, you gotta, you gotta buff the tires up a little bit. You gotta make it cleaner than what it has been. And to do that, 
you got to take a mid-card belt and put it on a main event talent. Let them legitimize it for like three to four months. When you feel like it's time to like drop it, you know. And honestly, a Seth Rollins-Austin Theory feud could work in Austin Theory's favor. It can just make them, you know, it could polish them a little bit more. And like I said, I love what, I honestly love what Triple H has been doing with Austin Theory. He didn't totally bury him. He just reinvented him. Oh, yeah. I one hundred percent different superstar. And I like I like this Austin Theory. I like this new character, this edgier Austin Theory. Yeah, I'm glad they got rid of the uh, selfie gimmick. Yeah, that's kind of getting like you were like you were trying to be like Tyler Breeze from back in the day. It's just kind of enough is enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen the gimmick before, and it didn't really work for Tyler Breeze. He kind of flopped on the main roster. Yeah, poor Tyler Breeze. Tremendous NXT talent is just the the spotlight, I think, was just too much. Those are one of those situations where, you know, sometimes NXT is the ceiling for certain wrestlers. Like, I, as much as it pains me to say, I'm a huge fan of his, Dominic Dijakovic, I think his ceiling is NXT. Yeah. I don't think he can cut it on the main roster. The the, the, the intangibles are there. The build is there. You know, he's he looks like a created superstar on WWE 2K. Yeah. It's just like his... <laughs> His ceiling is NXT. If he well, just if he stays at NXT for like the next three years, it's not a bad thing. I mean, look at Mandy Rose. But she, yeah, she went back and you know now she's a predominant talent. Yeah. Sometimes it takes, and like I said, sometimes that's all it takes. Sometimes you need like a little, you need to go back onto the stovetop and get some more seasoning, and then when you're ready to taste good, we'll bring you back up. Facts. But. All right, so let's move on to the last match because I was I love this. So we have our last and final war names match. We have uh, the bloodline of Roman Reigns, Jey Uso, Jimmy Uso, Sami Zayn, and Solo Sequoia versus the, the Brawling Brutes, Seamus Butch and Ridge Holland with Drew McIntyre and Kevin Owens. He's not Butch to me. He's always going to be Pete Dunn. Yeah. But, dude, this match was just hard-hitting as fuck. It could have been better for me. It could have been, but, like, they still This is where they lost me again at the Survivor Series. Like, the triple threat match was really good. The triple threat match brought me back into the pay-per-view, and then the men's final match took me a little bit out. Mind you, short pay-per-view, too, when you think about it. Obviously, the the two games matches are going to go for close to an hour. Or at least 30, 45 minutes. Yeah. Like and they did. Yeah, like I have this pay-per-view need a little bit more. Maybe next year you do just one war games match and maybe the women do another one, another pay-per-view. Like or just or just add a couple more just matches. Like we didn't get no we didn't have really any tag team matches. Yeah, no tag well, I mean if you want I mean, okay, we had the war games, but you know what I'm saying. No IC title. No IC title, which I mean there was there was you could have done some stuff. They could have done a Bray Wyatt and, you know, a Bray Wyatt spot. Yeah, nothing with Bray Wyatt. Nothing. They're building, they're building him and L.A. Knight up for something like big. I know, but like just we literally got nothing. At the Royal Rumble. I heard something that's going to be like a pitch black match or something like that. That's what they're pitching. I have no idea. I hope not. Yeah, it's, it's, like a Firefly, it's like a Firefly house uh, match that him and John Cena did. 
Okay. But like this one's gonna have a completely different concept. And the reason why you haven't seen Bray Wyatt on these things in a while is because they're still trying to come up with how they're gonna like set up this match. I was reading into it. All right. I know. But well, I think the last Warriors match was good. We got the uh Sami Zayn proving himself to the bloodline, quote unquote turning on Kevin Owens. I think it's I I I did the ending to this was to me it was just kiss the betrayal the embrace from the bloodline like i loved it all i loved it someone's turning on the bloodline soon oh yeah 100% i i, I keep flip flopping between sammy and solo i don't bad between sammy and jay but i can I don't see know. What- was doing it like but then that would break up the tag team you gotta drop both titles and yeah but it gives you a bunch of so much shit to do that i know but like that's that 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 would be where i think it would be perfect it breaks apart everything yeah i mean it's starting to get a little too much where like they're gonna have to start splitting those titles up again and roman reigns is included as well oh yes the titles are gonna start getting like i need to see like two main events where both championship matches are on the, you know, obviously being defended. You know, I need to see a tag team championship match starting off the show. Yep. Yep. I agree. Like, I, I miss, I kind of miss that. I, I feel like at the Royal Rumble, he may drop one at the Rumble. Uh, I think it'll be Mania. After Mania, I feel like we'll get all this because I've been hearing that the well, draft right, is going to yeah. come back. I mean, he's got to get The Rock in here too because I think The Rock is doing WrestleMania this year. Dude. I've talked to Kyle about that. I hope he doesn't. I want nothing to do with Roman Reigns versus The Rock at this point. You don't want to I do don't. The, You don't want that match? No, I don't care for it. I don't care for The Rock to ever step foot in a WWE ring again. Yikes. I don't. I don't. You know why? Because I, I told Kyle this. And, I mean, he's done, he disagreed, and I'm sure you probably will. I'm sure a lot of people will. To me, I put Roman Reigns above The Rock. He has been in the WWE longer than The Rock was in the WWE. He has had a longer title reign. The only thing The Rock has over Roman Reigns, in my opinion, is might skill, which no one will beat The Rock in might skills, though. How about the reach of the fans? Okay, come on. Okay, come on. What? How many times did you say I'm shove it up your candy ass? I mean, no, no, no. You're right there. I mean, don't even remember. Oh. But like... Everyone, everyone knows how to do, and the millions, and then everyone's and millions. like, "Oh yeah!" And you always have, you know, if you smell. I mean, no, you're wrong, but it's like, without that though, take away that stuff. What is the rock? He's a generational talent. So was Ted DiBiase Jr. He was a generational talent, but it went no, nowhere. Generational, as in like everything. Like, like it was, it was the Rock, Stone Cold, and then we got to John and Undertaker, and then we got to John Cena. I know. I just, I don't know. Is Roman Reigns care. great? Absolutely. Is Roman Reigns like his like his cousin, The Rock? No. No, but... I don't think he's better than The Rock. I don't know. Like I said, the I feel moves, like you probably would have disagreed. The movesets are different, too. Like, The Reigns is a powerhouse, while The Rock is very, like, slithery, and, you know, The Rock is like a Randy Orton, maybe. I don't know. I just... I don't care to see the Rock back in the WWE. He it's is gonna, Hollywood. It's gonna, it's gonna happen. I mean, it will. I know, but he's I could care less if after, it, he's done now. After Black Adam was released, he doesn't have anything, according to like, 
like publications. He's his schedule's cleared. We'll see. I know. I know Stone Cold will come back. I don't care for a Legends match at WrestleMania, to be honest. Like, I'm cool with the fact of I like the talent that they have, and I'd rather just them use that talent. I, I could it's the nostalgia that. factor. I know. Oh, I know. And, and it's WrestleMania. That's the perfect time to be nostalgic. Yeah, like this was one of my favorite WrestleManias. I just, I don't know. We got a lot going up in the next three months leading to WrestleMania, so. Did you see that rumored card that CM Punk was going to be in the Royal Rumble? Yeah, and then tossed aside an F5 three times by Brock Lesnar. Which yes, will I never happen. It'd be fucking hilarious if it is. It'd be hilarious, but that'll never happen. CM Punk's ego will not allow him to do that. CM Punk's ego is the reason I don't think he's ever on step foot in another wrestling ring again. I don't think so either. I think he's a fish. I think if you burn such a dysfunctional locker room like AEW, what makes you think you're going to be welcome in an organized locker room like WWE? Exactly. Keyword, organized. Yep. Like, what makes you think you're going to be... First off, you're not going to be welcome back right away. People are going to look at you like, like, the fuck you doing here? He's going to have to earn a lot of trust back, which I don't. I think a lot of damage, especially with the guys that he was with when he was in WWE, are still in the locker room. He's ruined it. He has, because, mind you, you're, you're going to have Randy Orton in the locker room. Cena's going to come back. Edge is still backstage. You fucked over Triple H numerous times. You know, Kofi Kingston's back there. Does it, uh, you know, even like Wade Barrett's in and out. You know, hell, you're going to have William Regal's on his way back to WWE. Like, come on, man. Like, yeah, it's just not going to go A lot of people that you worked with in the past in WWE are still there. They may not be wrestlers. But their backstage presence is enough for them to say, like, don't trust this guy. It'll be cool for the first two months, but then he'll find something to complain about, and then it's just going to be like. <laughs> yep. He'll find something to complain about. Exactly. But uh, one last thing before we get out of here, though. Um, if you haven't, go watch the Teddy Hart documentary on Peacock. <laughs> That shit is fucking wild. Teddy Hart? Yes. Let's put it this way. This is the best way I can describe you need how why you should go watch this. When I tell you that there's some wild shit that happens here, this is a direct quote from this fucking documentary that he says himself. You ready for this? Go for it. A little rape is okay sometimes. I'll leave it at that. I, leave don't, it know at how that. To, I don't know how to respond to that. Yeah, I didn't know how to respond to it when I heard it. Wild, wild, wild documentary. I do it. He needs to be in prison. Have you watched Tales of the Territory on Vice? I've been watching them. I like them. I do too. I like the deep stories that that everyone's telling. I do too. They're always fun to listen to. But like, yeah, dude, Teddy Hart needs to be in prison. No questions asked. Yeah, you're going to have to probably launch an investigation. Now, you can't just go out and say stuff like that. Oh, dude, that, dude, I'm telling you, watch the documentary. Like, this is half the shit. Like, there's might, so much shit piled up against him. I might turn that on right when we log out because I need. I haven't even had dinner yet. And now I have something to go to watch for dinner. And I, you know, me and the lady did a little Black Friday shopping, got ourselves a new 50-inch TV for the living room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, watch that shit, man. It's yeah. it's wild. 
wait, time up before I log off. I just want to, I'm going to open a Peacock right now. Cause honestly, I've been on a Peacock wave lately because I've only, I've been binge watching Yellowstone. Tremendous. Ah, you sell. I tried to watch it. I oh, dude. It. Oh my God. Season one sucked, but season two, oh my Lord. Season two is good. Um, I'm halfway through three. Three's pretty decent. Um, last night too, I started. Last night I started watching this, uh, the Casey Anthony thing. Yeah, I was that, gonna start watching that soon. That girl did not do herself any favor. She needs to be dead. I, she, I mean, she they fucked up that case bad. Oh, horribly, horribly. Like, all the evidence pointed to her, and you still couldn't freaking. It's like, a cover up at this point, dude. You should then. She started justifying a lot of her things, like uh, oh, she started justifying why she killed her kid. Not really justify why she killed her kid. Like she was saying that so much. I guess in a way she did. Um, she was like, uh, "Yeah, I was raped by my dad. My dad taught me how to lie because he lied." What's the Teddy Hart documentary called? Uh, it's called Dangerous Beast. <laughs> yeah, when, when you say a comment like that, <laughs> when you say yeah, a comment like that, you're you are very much considered dangerous. Dude, it's fucking wild. I'm telling you. He says on Peacock. Yeah, I understand. Like after watching it, I understand why. Dangerous, dangerous breed. Dangerous breed. That's it. Even then, that's a. I understand why Bill though. Spends years documenting controversial wrestler and cat breeder Teddy Hart. Mm-hmm. I understand why the hearts, why the Hart family has nothing to do with him. One hundred percent. I don't think they want anything to do with him. Oh no! After you watch it, you you'll you'll realize. Oh, they don't. Because guess who never shows up? Any of them. Brett. I ain't seen him yet, but we'll find out. You only done the one episode. No, I've done all three. Yeah, I may have found a spot. Now I know why Natty loves cats so much. It's running the family. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Scott, any uh, parting words for our listeners that we're finally kind of on a part-time basis now? Ah, just, you know, tune in every about every month. You know, we're going to try to keep it basically after these premium live events. So that'll be when we drop our new episodes is whichever is with the episode after that following. I fucked all that up. We will be <laughs> dropping a new episode following every premium live event. We're following Ooh. the followings on the front of our followings. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But thank you all for still listening to us. No, yes, it's, been, uh, it's been fun coming back on. You know, it's been, like I said, like wrestling's been very quiet. But we're getting towards WrestleMania season, so it will pick up. And it's going to get really fun. And up until then, y'all, y'all just be good. Yeah, uh, we probably won't be listening. We probably not listening. We probably won't be recording up until the holidays. So, you know. From everyone here at Right On Squared Circle and with the Right On Network, we hope everyone has a safe and happy holidays and enjoy the new year because right when the new year kicks off, we will probably be doing an episode the week before or the the the, sh- the show leading into Royal Rumble and then the Thursday after the Royal Rumble, the fallout, and then we will be doing our, you know, what's going to happen now we're going to WrestleMania. Yes, sir. But until then, y'all. Y'all be good. Adios. <laughs>